0: This episode is brought to you by Logos Online. To find out more, please visit logosonline.school.com. Cross politics begins in three, two, one. Could New York vote for Trump? The Electoral College? What? Yes. Green New Deal and Tantons.
1: <laughs> what?
0: We'll get there. No, Maryland's gonna get rich again. Raise the minimum wage. Um, no.
2: No, they're not. No, you don't think the so? The new Detroit.
0: And San Antonio, Texas says no to Chick-fil-A. Uh-oh. Yes. Wait, wait. The airport said no to Chick-fil-A. It hurts, man. And Gary DeMar. Hey, coming out of retirement. Uncle. (laughs) Gary DeMar, 6'1", 225 pounds of pure
2: muscle. Uh, <laughs> 215. 215.
0: <laughs> As you can see, we're just a bunch of rowdy Presbyterians mixing the taboo formula of faith, culture, and politics, bringing the clarity of the gospel into muddle America. Mm, hey. Can I go
2: whoo? Nah, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> what you can do right now is get that mug off this table, hey, man. <laughs> but I this just is... wanted to
3: point out that now everybody, you know, baseball started, so it's it's all good. Everything's everything's back to normal. We got baseball going on again, right? No, everybody you knows don't it's...
0: talk about baseball until after March Madness. No, no, Ma- March, March Madness, Madness is, is, is not is over. everybody going mad because baseball hasn't started yet. Uh, but now it started, so it's all good. And across politic family, uh, ESPN brackets going crazy. <laughs> so no one's hundred percent.
2: Does anybody watch baseball anymore? Oh yeah. Because they don't talk about it on ESPN ever. You see what highly. these guys are getting
1: paid now? $300 million, $350 oh, really? million. Yeah. Yeah. Dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Somebody's watching. Yeah, yeah, hey, baby,
2: buy DJ a ball in the back.
1: My- <laughs> Is it Trout?
3: Mike Trout that just got that big, uh, that enormous, it's the biggest sports contract it's in like history. A
0: tenure, it's like a 10-year contractor or something like Almost,
3: that. Almost, uh... Half a million dollars? And half a billion. Half a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh, it's a million. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know my millions and yeah, my billions. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should ask Maryland about the millions and the billions. We're, since
0: they're We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to get there. Make sure you guys share the show right now. Yeah. Like it, share it, and thank you all our club members. Oh, yes. We are building out our club content with, Toby with Session Uncle 9. Gary. Oh, that's right. Uncle Gary. We got some club content coming with Uncle Gary, which we'll talk about. You but got to be a member. You've Got to be a member. Oh my! Got to be a member. All right, guys. So the electoral college funniness is going on. There's there's 12 states that have signed on. It's a compact, as you pointed out um, before the show. California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington State, which is seven miles from us, and Colorado. Yeah. So if uh, so, what they're as I understand it, I think Toby. I, I want to hear what you stuff. think it is. So as I understand. <laughs> So, as I understand it, is if the popular what they're signing off to is if the popular vote, the nationwide popular vote um uh whatever that popular vote goes towards, you know, Trump, Hillary, whatever, whoever gets the popular vote, those all the electoral votes from Colorado or one of those states will end up going to that candidate that gets the right. popular vote. Right. So the national popular vote is going to dictate where what their state, state vote was. So yeah. this
3: is a, an end round a run around the electoral college. Um, you can actually read about it at national So this is the website for this compact. Okay. And so these States have um, it's the national popular vote interstate compact. And what they're saying is if enough States sign on such that the total electoral votes of all the States that have signed on equals 270 electoral votes, which is what, which is
0: what it takes to become uh, president, what
3: is what you need to, uh, to become president then at that point when that number of states have signed on and there's a total of 270 no matter what their state votes for the popular vote will dictate what their yep. electoral votes go to mm-hmm. um and which means
0: if trump could potentially get the popular vote this next go around hillary clinton got 2 million votes over trump right. last year so she got right. the popular vote nationwide but if Trump gets it, then New York's votes could right. potentially. And this is being, electoral this is being celebrated
3: by Elizabeth Warren yeah. and all the a, a lot of the big Democratic uh, presidential nominees who are who are um, assuming that the popular vote is uh, swinging in their favor, right? Um, of we'll course, last election. But of course, it, it could did. backfire. On. Yep, it could yeah. totally backfire. The the, the nationalpopularvote.com says the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact would guarantee the presidency to the candidate who receives the most popular votes in all fifty states and the District of Columbia. The bill ensures that every vote in every state will matter in every presidential election. That's not what that is Which is a lie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right,
3: what there's I mean cuz what they're saying though is is that the states um that don't vote for the popular what, what the you know the, the nation does as yeah. a
2: vote. their votes don't matter. Right. Yeah. Their votes don't count. So sure. why is it set up I mean you this is part of your your, background. One of your you a book called yeah. guiding government. So why is it that we do things the way we do now with the popular vote versus the electoral college?
1: Well, because it was the states that created the national government, and the states wanted protection uh, of their states' rights. That's why you have the, the Ninth and Tenth Amendments to the Constitution. Uh, the Constitution is a document of enumerated powers, and so any, uh, the only powers the federal government has are the powers that are actually listed in the Constitution. Mm. And any, uh, any other uh, powers that exist reside with the states, and if the states don't have those powers, then they reside with the people. So the the states wanted to guarantee that their state governments and their their own constitutions and their own laws and their own rules were maintained while the federal government had its limited powers and so it was a block to the to the national government to protect the states. And so Idaho and Georgia and Pennsylvania they have their own governors and their own constitution. They are protected. They have their own tax rates. They're different. California tax rates are different from Georgia and so forth. Some states don't have a state income tax. Some states do have an in- state income tax. Mm-hmm. That was the guarantee. So, electoral college was designed to give each state a voting right, and not the people generally. Because think about it: California has approximately thirty-nine million people. Mm. You take California, New York, just New York City, uh, Florida, and Texas. You got about five or six states: Pennsylvania and Illinois, uh, who, who would dominate the popular. The popular vote right, right. and it and what it would tip it all to those 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 major leftist states so the guarantee of the electoral college is each state has a stake in the election yeah Mm. And it guarantees their rights and their and, privileges. And it would actually change the
0: the presidential campaigning. They would just end up going to right. New York, well, Texas. They, they, They'd never end up in Iowa anymore. Right. Well, Iowa that's the same
3: thing. It's like, I think Elizabeth Warren was like campaigning. Where was she campaigning? Like in Alabama or something. And she was like, you need the presidential <clears throat> candidates to pay more attention to you. That's why I'm against the Electoral College. But the exact opposite is what would happen. Mm-hmm. There would be yep. no reason for them to go there at all. They would go to the states where all the people are. Yep. The, the other thing that's going on in all this um, is the, the country was founded with a deep suspicion of democracy. Mm. Right? The founding fathers, right. I mean, w- technically speaking, we are not a democracy. Exactly. Right. There yeah. are democratic elements yep. in our form of government, but
2: we are republic. Representative republic, right.
3: We are republic, which means that, and, and that's because the founding fathers distrusted um, the masses. Right. And, and so they wanted... The energy and the animus and the uh, and the in, the emotional uh, um, energy of the of the masses yeah. Yeah. to be funneled through particular representatives. Right. Uh, it, it they need. They thought it needed to be tamed. It needed to be disciplined because yeah. they had seen what the masses did in France. Right. Right. Uh, so I mean, that's that's this was on purpose. This was not. This is not a design flaw. This is a design feature. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Francis Schaeffer called it the tyranny of the fifty-one percent. And James Madison had yeah. had harsh things to say about the democracy as well. But you you made the important point: there are democratic elements within our system, but there's also uh, monarchical elements as well. We have a president, for right. example, right? And you have kind of an oligarchy with the Supreme Court. So you have a you know we, we elect we elect uh, our our president. Uh, well, we we elect our House and Senate to the popular vote. Although the the Senate, if you think originally, the Senate was not. Uh, uh, elected by popular vote right originally because the senate literally represented the states not Ah, the people generally right right. the senate was appointed not elected originally right well the states appointed there they determined who the senate was going to be because they were there to protect the state's interests so
3: we've been sliding a little bit more democratically over the decades over the centuries here but originally it was the house of representatives who are elected on a two-year running cycle, and every two years the people can completely, they can fire the representatives and hire a new representative. That was supposed to be the place where you had sort of the most immediate impact, um, and it, but it was to be contained and guarded by the Senate, guarded by veto power of, of the president, and by the judicial checks. Yeah. yeah.
2: Could, could you, for um, one of the things that happened in an election with a Bush versus, who was it, Kerry? Um, where the whole mashup happened in Florida, we couldn't get, you know...
1: The Chads. The, the hanging Chads. The Chad yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. hanging
2: Chads. And one of the things, the people, the popular, this is the first time I think I had heard this in election. I was just starting to vote at the time, too. Um, the popular vote had went to Kerry, I believe, at the time. And everybody felt like they got robbed because Bush was elected president because of electoral vote.
3: It was like, I think it was like less than a half a million votes or something yeah. like that in Florida.
2: But one of the things that happened at that time was this is when I remember the conversation actually rising to public appare- public awareness of electoral college versus the popular vote would you kind of explain for me how the electoral college works because it feels like in a lot of ways it feels like a federal representation like we have federal heads that we appoint and they represent us and then we have uh them come together and then make their decision is that how it's working or
1: well i mean the people the people do in fact vote in each state and whoever wins the popular vote those electoral votes go to the go to the president uh i mean it's it's really quite simple the thing with with uh uh, with florida in that particular election is that the the claim was that pat buchanan who was kind of a spoiler uh his vote his vote was suspicious in certain in, in certain um uh, counties within within florida and they said this doesn't it didn't make sense and so they then they went with this recount because right. a recount comes in when there's a uh, certain percentage of votes uh, then that someone could then claim for a recount. Then they went through the whole business of uh, what, hand, just hand uh-huh. checking everything. And so, did you count this, Chad? Was it really pushed and yeah. all that? It was. That it happened was just a mess. in Atlanta,
2: in, in Atlanta too, in Georgia, right?
1: Uh, not so much there. It was, and that's why they went with these voting machines right. because they try to get rid of the the mistakes that people would make in yep. hand ballots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's a mess. Georgia is fighting this too. They're putting in new machines and right, so right, forth. Right. And but see, those things could be they could be hacked. Uh, they could they could be hacked. Yeah. I mean I don't the, the system. the The system is a mess. Uh, hmm. I think what they ought to do is have a paper ballot. You fill it out. Uh, you you sign the bottom of it. And there's a notary at the end of the end of the deal notarizes it. And it's and it's machine fed. And if there's a vote count later on. You take the hand ones, and the only ones that can be counted are the ones that are notarized and signed by the person who voted, and also uh, the representative who is there at the voting place. That yep. way, you you know who ex- exactly who it is, and if that isn't notarized on that particular date, it doesn't count. Yeah, I think right. we're
2: so wicked that it wouldn't matter. <sighs> I think we need honest men again. You well, know? Yeah. You know yeah. that's- <laughs> right.
3: so, so
1: in the history of the United
3: States, it's happened five times that the Electoral College has trumped the popular vote it happened in 1824 uh, with john quincy adams was the very first time which if you think about it I mean, it's only 50 years less than 50 years into the uh, founding of our nation mm. um and then it happened um uh, in 1876 with rutherford b hayes and in 1888 um uh less than you know 12 years later with benjamin harrison oh. and then it didn't happen again until 2000 with george w bush yeah. Yeah. um and, and right. um and uh, al gore yeah and yep. um and then it was and then it was donald trump and so Hillary it's Clinton.
2: happened it seems a lot more often now <laughs> well no actually not
3: well actually not because 1887 76 and 1888 was within about 12 years it's happened mm-hmm. again within about yep. uh, 16 this is just, years this is
2: just part of the system so it's it, it's working
3: I, I think i think that's what we need to recognize though is historically i mean that five times in um 250 years about this yeah.
1: i I, th- I think the larger issue in all this is is that the federal government has so much power that it was never designed to have. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, and as a result of that, you have those who want to use the power of the state to impose a different agenda, an un- literally an unconstitutional agenda on all the nations. So now the the presidency has taken on much more importance yep. because of the other the other problem we're having is is that we have five unelected judges who are making ultimate decisions for us and that comes down to the president making, you know, m- making the pick. Yeah. Uh, if we got back to an actual constitutional government of enumerated powers, you would. There, this wouldn't be such an issue. And you say five unelected judges because you're talking about the majority of the Supreme Court. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think of that. We have what 320 million population. Yeah. We have five unelected judges that can say the, abortion's who, legal. Who make right.
2: the decision? Just, yeah. yeah. All that uh, stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think there's a lot of what has been going on recently is that the Democrats are just trying to do one power grab after another. The Mueller report is a power grab. The Electoral College is a power grab. What? And the Green Deal. The Green Deal is a power grab. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, um, if you guys have been following this, uh, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell set up the vote for the Democratic Party to vote on the Green Deal. And he did this because Casey Cortez brings this Green Deal to the, uh, and says it's a good thing. Twelve presidential candidates, twelve Democratic presidential candidates all uh, sponsored this Green Deal. So Mitch McConnell brings it to the floor. And none of the uh, uh, Democrats vote for it. They all vote present. What, what is going That's on it. with that? I, I, I,
1: why? Why would they not vote for it? Why would they only vote present? Yeah. Why would all the Democrats vote present? Well, because they don't want to go on record w- with the thing, obviously. <laughs> but but, the but, they, w- but they, I know they're they're uh, on record they're, already. Uh, They've already endorsed it. I
3: mean, there's like they, interview after interview where they say we need to do this. We
1: need to do this. Uh, it's it's just it's it's just bizarre. I mean, we, we, this is the most bizarre group of candidates uh, we have we have, we have ever seen. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well,
0: I, I got this video from Mike Lee trolling the bizarreness, talking about, so Mitch McConnell brings it to the floor, Mike Lee gets on the floor, and...
3: Well, I'll tell you how. Tauntauns, Mr. President. This is a beloved species of reptile mammals native to the ice planet of Hoth. Now, while perhaps not... A- as efficient in some ways uh, as airplanes or as snowmobiles, these hairy bipedal species of space lizards offer their own unique benefits. Not only are tantons carbon neutral, but according to a report a long time ago, and issued far, far away, they may even be fully recyclable and usable for their warmth.
0: So this that's is, Senator Mike Lee trolling the Green New Deal because part of what was what was in the Green New Deal is they're trying to eliminate airplanes, they're trying to trying to eliminate cows, you know, all these carbon non carbon neutral. And so he brings tauntauns from
2: yeah, actually, Star Wars into I actually into think this. that was really good. I yeah. think the argumentation, like you said, this is just kind of crazy right now. The group that we have, there isn't like a strategic way to fight them other than to mock them at exactly. this point. Yeah. 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 And finally,
1: yeah. finally, the Republicans, finally, the Republicans have have uh, evolved a a backbone thank you trump yeah, uh, exa- <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah i talk to people all the time and they they i said what why did you vote for trump he fights he gets out there right. he fights i mean mitch mcconnell brings that the the green new deal to, to a vote yeah that, that was that was great strategy right I mean, mike lee doing what he's done I mean, yeah. ridicule uh, <laughs> and the bible is filled with ridicule right yeah and it it, it works and uh I'm glad to see that the Republicans are finally doing something. I, I would, I would actually like to see something real put up there, and that is to go back before the automobile, and to what cleaned up the environment more than any other invention. It was the automobile, Ooh. because horse and buggy era. Mm. You think in the summertime when the horses defecated all over the streets, the streets yeah. <laughs> dried out and then the buggies ran over it and oh, then the dust would get into the air and people would breathe it in, oh. the, in the winter time after the snow melted it was a slush wow. dead, dead horse carc- uh, carcasses on the streets yeah. uh, when the automobile came in it eliminated all all of that so oh. the automobile cleaned up the environment and, <laughs> That's great. and saved the whales <laughs> <laughs> Devil,
3: this That's is why great. you need a Christian education for your kids so yes. that they can learn to mock insanity like Mike Lee. Logos <laughs> yes. Online School provides a Christ-centered classical education for grades 7 through 12 that is both affordable and accredited. Their mission is to support parents as they raise their children to the nurture and admonition of Jesus. Classes meet online daily Monday through Thursday with outstanding teachers who take a personal interest in your student. Unlike other programs, there are no extra fees. For Diploma students and honors classes. Registration is now open for fall classes, Christian and classical, accredited and affordable. Logosonlineschool.com. And,
2: and they're sponsors of cross politics, so support the people that support us. And when we come back, if Uncle Gary was mayor for a day, <laughs> what would he have More cross politics with Uncle Gary when we come back.
0: Logos Online School is your affordable partner in classical Christian homeschooling, offering live teacher led instruction four days a week to students in grades 7 through 12. Our experienced, enthusiastic teachers provide instruction in math, science, literature, history, languages, Bible, apologetics, rhetoric, government, and economics. Find out why more and more Christian homeschoolers are turning to Logos Online School for the education of their children. Go to logosonlineschool.com today.
2: You need a little red meat in your diet. Pastor Doug Wilson.
1: When the Constitution of the United States was adopted, the First Amendment addressed the issue of an established church at the federal level, but this did not address the Christendom question. It has been made to address it by means of revisionist history, but originally it had nothing whatever to do with it. The Constitution forbade a church of the United States on federal grounds, not on secular grounds. The document was dated in the year of our Lord, 1789. And at the time it was adopted, nine out of the 13 states had established churches on the state level. There was no sense in which the non-establishment clause was violated by those states having official state religions.
2: To enjoy more red meat of this kind, check out the podcast on iTunes or for more blogging of this particular nature, blog and may blog at dougwills.com. Mm. Kind of sticks in your teeth, don't it? Uncle Gary, take your headphones off for a second. Just just take them off. Yeah. Okay, you're good. He didn't do it. <laughs> he usually screams right about there. And oh, I, didn't,
1: I, I didn't want <laughs> you to you be distracted
2: alive. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a horrible yell right there. Oh yeah,
3: that's terrible.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome back to Cross Baltic. It's
3: good to have you with us. If you haven't already, please like and share the show on all your platforms. Tag your friends, tag your enemies, tag that. Special someone that you're hoping to ask on a date very soon. Ooh. <laughs> um, Your with special
0: us- premiere friend?
3: <laughs> <laughs> with us today on the show, we have Gary DeMar, Senior Fellow at American Vision. He served as President of American Vision for 35 years. He is now known as El Presidente. He's a graduate of Western Michigan University 1973, earned his MDiv at Reformed Theological Seminary. RTS. He is the author of countless essays, news articles, and more than 35 book titles. What? He's yeah. been featured by nearly every major news media outlet. He has also hosted The Gary DeMar Show, History Unwrapped. I remember that. And Gary DeMar's Vantage Point web show and is a regular contributor to AmericanVision.org. He wrapped history? He's yeah. from the Atlanta area <laughs> since 1979. They have two married sons and how many grandchildren?
1: Nine. That's
3: pretty good That's, return. Yeah.
1: Ba- good deal. Baptized?
2: Yeah. Are, those, yeah. are those grandchildren baptized? Oh, oh sure oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Duh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. also I don't know if it's in there but one of the baddest theologians in the southeast on revelations
1: yeah, that's, right? That's, that's also, Ooh. that should be in your Bible. Revelations. Bio.
2: What's that? The Re- book of Revelation. <laughs> Sean.
1: Sean, no S. No S. No it's no Revelations? Book of Revelation. Oh,
2: my charismatic came in. Oh, I yeah. no, no, You, no, no, you no. can it's find. Re- it's a
1: revelation. Re- Re- add, you got to add a nest to everything. Can- <laughs> Revelations. That's right. You book know it. Book of Revelation. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ecclesiastes. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbs. Proverbs.
3: <laughs> you can find Gary at GaryDeMar.com, uh, where he writes regularly.
2: Godfatherpolitics.com, uh, right?
3: Godfather yeah. politics? Oh yeah, my that's, right. that's, that's not on. Yeah, no, not no, on no. Here. that's the one he keeps so, under the table. So here's the
2: thing. We want to we want to we
3: want to get you in trouble.
0: Basically. Okay. So um, that's yes.
3: I mean that's really what we want to do. And so Texas um Texas AG is investigating Chick-fil-A's exclusion from the San Antonio, San Antonio Airport. Airport. So Texas Attorney, Attorney General opened an investigation yep. this last week into San Antonio's decision to exclude Chick-fil-A from opening an airport concession facility due to the fast food chain owner's record on lgbt issues biblical record <laughs> right thank you yeah. um and so uh he he's investigating um whether texas se- second largest city violated state law with re the rejection uh paxton who's the attorney general called the move the opposite of tolerance and a discriminatory decision based on the religious beliefs of the chain's owners seems kind of straightforward. yep um huh and anyways um, so the uh, so the the San Antonio City Council voted six to four last week to block Chick Fil A from getting a new concession contract at the airport. Uh, the council members voted instead for city staff to find another company for the contract. So, Mr. Demar, yes.
0: Mayor Mayor Demar Mayor
3: Demar, you're the mayor of San Antonio, Mayor Uncle Demar, <laughs> El Presidente. <laughs> um, if you're if you're mayor for a day. Uh, what are some of the things you go after and maybe especially this just happened in your city. What do you do?
1: Well, if it's San Antonio, I'd have Chick-fil-A at every con- concourse. You know, <laughs> not just one, but maybe three or four. A terminal, B uh, terminal, get, you know, New York tried this in the city. They tried to keep Chick-fil-A out of the city of New York. And I think there are now four Chick-fil-A's in New York, and hmm. Chick-fil-A has the largest Chick Chick-fil-A in the world. In New York, it's actually three stories. That is awesome. Really? Yes. Mm. Wow. Well, like, so So New it's, in, York. it's
3: like New York style Chick Fil A. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. In New York, we do three stories. Yeah, we do yeah. three stories. Yes. Literally,
1: and yeah. and uh, the the lines are around the block. Yeah. So if if the Every, these guys believe in democracy. Let the people decide if they want a Chick Fil A. How about that popular vote? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and i right. as
1: a mayor, I would say to Chick Fil A, look, here's what the here here's the deal. You know, just let's bring a whole bunch of free chicken sandwiches in, chicken biscuits, and then feed everybody, and then let them vote. And um, <laughs> I mean, take take a. You know, take a cue from the Democrats. You know, they pay people to get on buses and vote. We just use chick, chick, uh, chicken
2: sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> or manna from heaven is at, as yeah. the at college. The University
3: of Idaho here in town. There's a at the college yep. in the in the commons where there's the the eatery, the, cafeteria. the, the, the yep. food um, cafeteria. Um, <laughs> chick fil A is in there. It's been there for a couple of years, and every time I go, it's the longest line yeah. easily. Yeah, 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 every time. Easily. And
0: it was protested. And, and there were some letters to the you know the yeah. college
2: protesting. It was a lazy
0: protest because movie. ultimately they all wanted the chicken. <laughs>
2: so, and you said in New York, they didn't have one, and then they get one, they started populating, right? Like oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah. So, I think liberals might understand the fact that if you let Chick fil A in, all of a sudden they're like bunnies. They just start populating all over the place, <laughs> and now you got a yeah. problem. Because honestly, because your the,
0: cash dollar voted on it. Part
2: of the threat of Chick fil A is that everybody knows that they're Christian. Right. But when a Christian business doesn't have anything attached to them that you can poke at, like, well, they have horrible service, or they're not consistent with their worldview, or. There's nothing there. It's just a good chicken sandwich.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm,
2: yeah. And yet their political worldview is and, so strong. And <laughs> I've I've never
3: had a bad customer experience.
2: I you mean, know what? They, what? They, no, they, that's not true. I went there and they only told me thank you once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, you're dropping. <laughs> right. I went there one time. They didn't wash my car. That was another time. <laughs> like, I got to remember that. I was pretty disappointed. But usually anything, so. you have not had the kind of
3: customer service you've had there the absolutely I, mean, I mean usually i mean they're like they're they're chasing after you taking care of you and the food is just great and their income have you read have yeah, you read they, stuff yeah. on on their biz like they're closed on sundays yeah so they have one day less and it's a weekend day yep. where people get s- out. sales are typically higher yep. Yep. you think per, god's blessing that and god is blessing the socks off
1: them and i think per uh per store they make more money than any any other, i think combined uh, wow. McDonald's, Burger King, and I forget what the third one is. Combined, wow. Chick fil A does Better. more money per, per store. That's what I'm saying. You,
2: you know, isn't it interesting, though, that these so is was it the council? What what council was it? The city council of San Antonio. It, it must be really nice to tell a business they can't come here and open up a store and tell other people who they can and can't have. Well,
1: no, think of the jobs. I mean, people, I want a job at Chick fil A. Right. Yeah. And you're not going to let these, this company in here. And I'd like to work for Chick fil A. Let me tell you, Chick fil A, you work there. They give scholarship money. Uh, I have a number of friends, uh, uh, church members. Uh, two of their sons work at Chick Fil A, uh, and uh, it, that's you done. That that's oh, uh, yeah. our intern has worked there. They want to actually. They want to stay there. These are these are kids who work at minimum wage, yeah. start off minimum wage. I think Chick Fil A actually pays more. They stay there long enough. They get a college degree, and they end up staying with Chick Fil A and staying with the company. Whoa! Uh, and th- people talk about democracy and give people a voice and so forth. This is no business if, of the of of the city council. Right. If a, the business was a
3: Muslim-owned business, that's what I was yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going believed
1: for. in. Um, oh, you know, I don't
3: know. Uh, stoning homosexuals, throwing homosexuals stuff. off of buildings, yeah, as they do in the Middle East. Sometimes so the, latest,
1: the latest news story is is that uh, uh, you know stoning homosexuals and cutting off hands of of, of thieves. Yeah. Uh, your restitution. you know, Bible's restitution—you don't cut anything off, right? Uh, well, I guess maybe in circumcision, but that's uh, <laughs> just a new covenant. That's new covenant. Know, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. This is a family show. Yeah. <laughs> so, so wait—he said circumcision. Yeah. What? Is, you're,
0: you're mayor for a day. What what's the what's kind of the role of mayor, and, and especially in light of kind of the bigger um, problems that are going on in the state, or even or even nationally? Um, how should you, as a Christian mayor, kind of respond to? You know things like Chick Fil A, but kind of even even bigger um, influences that are trying to infiltrate in the cities. I,
1: I would I would take mayor for a month. Give me a give me a month. Okay, okay, okay. we'll give you a okay. month. A I'll month. give you a year and I'll uh, give you four uh, years. well, uh, yeah. <laughs> And I would—I think I would spend that entire month just ed- educating. I'd do a—you know—the mm. the, mayor show, like a Mike Lee, uh, yeah, every, taun-tauns. yeah taun-tauns. <laughs> every, every day. Just get on there and giving people the information about what's going on. You know, this is this is why Trump is using Twitter. People, why, why does he keep using Twitter? It's the only way he can get his message out, right?
3: And unfiltered.
1: Exactly. Completely yeah. unfiltered. Yeah, right. It's him direct to the masses. Right. And see people, you know, he shouldn't do that, and so he needs to keep doing it. I, I would, I would be in an, an educational yeah. uh, paint because ninety percent uh-huh. or more of kids are going to uh, to government schools. Right. And they're not, they're not, not getting the, tr- not getting the truth. Many people don't read the news, and this would be an update, and it make it a fun show like you guys are doing here. Not well, just. Thank a, you. Will you yeah, say yeah, that again yeah, yeah, the mic yeah, this time? Yeah, yeah. Fun show. Thank you. Cross politics. <laughs> thank you. He endorsed us. Clip <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, so, uh-huh. And so I put an S on that, by the way. So politics, cross yeah. politics. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
2: But, so, but, but, you know, it's funny that you said it because when you, when you said that, all I thought about was that's actually part of the Christian's job is a discipleship to train people up and how they're supposed to obey God and honor God. And if you're a Christian, you're a mayor, your standard is pulling from Scripture. And so you're telling people, listen, this is what your responsibility is before God. This is our responsibility. And so um, how does that work? In, in a position like that, how do you do that at the same time and and not feel like you're pastoring? I I, I mean, how, you know, it well, I mean? is a kind of pastoring. Well, the, uh,
1: Romans thirteen says that the civil magistrate is a is a minister. So, so
2: would your first thing as a mayor be okay. First thing y'all y'all need to repent. <laughs> That's the first thing y'all need to do. Get on your knees before Jesus and repent.
1: Well, I would I would do the self government. I mean, the, this the best the the most fundamental government is self government. Yeah. You know, begin to govern yourselves we will help you do that. Uh, and one ways to do that is to, you know, put you in places where where you can get some ins- instruction on your own to fix some things and not have the government fix it all the time. I would then be involved in what government ought to be doing. Uh, and the simplest thing is, and I think Mayor Giuliani uh, Giuliani did this in um, New York, he, he fixed broken windows, fixed them. Anytime there was a window broken, he went in there and fixed them. Anytime there was gra- uh, uh, graffiti, ended up. Uh, 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 painting it over.
2: That ain't There's his po- buildings, though.
1: That's po- pot- potholes in the street. That is that is the legitimate You're government. You're talking about government buildings. Yeah, government buildings. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, fixing the streets. Like schools. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just getting people used to what civil government ought to be. And then showing the responsibility that's necessary for the general public. It seems
3: like one of the other things you got going on too, though, is, is we, we have this, we've been, it's been ingrained in us that if something is wrong, we want the government to, to fix, fix it. it. Yep. Rather than recognizing that there's a lot of things that government's just not good for. And the other spheres of government, family and church are actually um, designed by God to actually carry those things out well. Yeah. And, and so what is the civil government supposed to do? But I think also just recognizing like, do you want the government taking care of you when you're sick? Or do you want your mom and dad? Yeah. Like (laughs) like, who's, who's good at teaching kids, the government, like you want to send away to across the country and have them decide what's good for teaching your kids. Or are you actually well informed about
0: what your kids need? I mean, and what you want them to learn. Right. Exactly. How How does the law of lesser magistrates, how would that influence you as a mayor?
1: well again you're you know any mayor is is bound by whatever the the directive is in terms of the con- state constitution and so forth and what the city council says so you're you 're kind of stuck with that you can 't circumvent them and and create a rebellion that 's why I think the educational aspect of this this takes over uh, mm-hmm. you've got to tell people what 's really going on mm-hmm. you know you uh, you have to expose people to uh, the truth by m- making people aware of of what these people are doing behind closed doors and trying to implement. We, yeah. in, in Georgia, um, the fact, the guy, the city council president lost his, lost his job as a, in a vote because he snuck through the, the uh, the new SunTrust stadium, uh, forced, you know, forced it on Cobb County where, mm. where I live and, and bonds. And, well, he, he back, you know, back room deals and so wow. forth. and, uh, we really weren't given a chance, you know, to vote for it. The majority of people didn't didn't want it. Uh, it's right on I seventy five. It's it's just it's in the highways all around it. It's a it's a mess. That, to me, these stadiums. Look, you want a stadium here? You find the money to put it in here. If you don't want, it, you go somewhere else. Yeah, uh, these stadiums rarely bring that you know money into a into a town and the taxpayers are left, you know, paying the bill. Right.
2: So you got, you got the, the civil magistrate, you have the church, and then you have um, the home out of all those three spheres them you would probably say the most broken sphere really is the home sphere. The home is. Go-
1: and, and, and part of that is the result of government interference and in creating programs that make the families dependent upon the state. Hmm. And therefore their children are, are, be, you know, become dependent as well.
2: But we don't have to take the cookie though. Right? Like, that's, they can do that. You gotta define take the cookie. Right. Yeah. 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 I saw you look at me like, what you talking about? Cookies? Cookies? You
3: gotta
0: take the cookies.
3: You
2: know what I mean? But I mean, so the family, they don't have to do that. But the reason that they do that is because they don't understand their own roles and responsibility, though, right? You take the cookie because you think it's gonna make you get ahead, right? Oh, no, this is gonna help us. This is the government school
3: program, this is the government health care program, right. this is the government social security program, this but the, is like you bought, like but you don't have to take those cookies, we, you don't have to take those take, benefits.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
3: So right?
2: something,
1: But see the government makes it easy for you to take the cookie. Exactly. Because the government says, I'm gonna give you this much money, but the father if the father isn't in the home, you're gonna get more money. Right. So the father leaves the home. It's incentivizing infidelity. Yeah. And oftentimes the the father has to hide. You know when the somebody comes on to check, he hides in the closet or whatever. <laughs> I saw a video on this. It Destroyed it, the black st- community. St- wow. Exactly.
2: Destroyed the black and,
1: community and uh, broke up the families. And, yeah. and and then you know when you subsidize something, you get more of it. Right. Yeah. I pay you money to do something untoward. You. Well, well, you know. Hey. Right. I remember when I
3: first started filing taxes with kids and they're trying to, and I realized you're giving me a bunch of money that I didn't, you didn't actually take from me because they want to do the child tax credit thing.
2: Oh, right. And they're like,
3: here we, and I was like, but that's not my money. I like looked at my taxes and I was like, I'll take back the money you took from me. Yeah, sure. But I didn't, this other several thousand dollars, I didn't know whose whose money is "Is that that my (laughs) money. So I didn't take it. And then they wrote me letters about how I failed to file my taxes. Right. And I was like, whatever, I don't care. And then they sent me a check. And I was like, no, I didn't really want the money. And then but then now after it's like all direct deposit stuff now, it's just like they just automatically put it in my bank account every year. I'm like, it's not my money. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I, so I just started like doing like double tithes on it. Like yeah. it was stolen money. Yeah, Jesus, like, the I don't government know, I don't know money. whose money this is, God, but <laughs> they keep putting it in my account. So I'm just going to give a bunch of it away and recognize it's yours. It's not mine. And, you know, I'm in a messed up system. Uncle
2: Gary, yeah. you're not off the hook yet. When we come back, I want to tell you, but you got a governor. For a month, I'll give you governor for a month. I'll president. Give you president for a month. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk about that and some eschatology. Oh. Yeah, that oh, he gets excited about yeah. eschatology. Some magic tricks. Are you going to do a magic trick for
1: us? No, I ma- don't uh, have my stuff here. Oh, no, no, <laughs> come on, you
2: can make make that disappear. Do some, That's <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> make Eliza uh, yeah, yeah, uh, more cross politic. When we come back, make that cortex lady disappear. Classical Conversations
3: supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ centered curriculum, local, like minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical, Christian, get connected, get
0: community. If you are a homeschooler, we have an app for you. Check out learnly.me. With Learnly, you can capture your family's learning experience anytime, anywhere, and it's all pushed into a digital portfolio that allows you to create classes, grade work, a family learning experience, and generate transcripts all with a single click. Something you know all homeschoolers should be doing. And for Cross Politic listeners, use discount code LearnlyCross to get 50% off the first three months on a monthly subscription plan on top of 30 days free. So head on over to learnly.me forward slash cross that's learnly.me forward slash cross there. we can talk minimum wage yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: welcome back to cross politic with us in the studio today Gary DeMar from American Vision my old boss Uncle Gary Uncle El Presidente Mayor Governor Dictator for a day.
0: <laughs>
3: if you're not a member of cross politic what's wrong with you? Uh, Join. You get all. You get access to all kinds of behind-the-scenes content, yeah. including some brand new content that we're working on right now yeah. with Gary Demar on God and Government and Escatal. I don't even know what we're calling it. What
2: you, you're great with names. What do we End, gonna call that? End Times Madness. Last time. Last, oh, last days. days. Last, last
3: days, days Madness. madness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How
2: to music.
1: miss the rapture? Can we do that? Like, <laughs> How to miss the rapture? <laughs> it's not coming. Exactly, so. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's <laughs> going to be a short project. You missed
3: it. You
1: <laughs> <laughs> it but you All should right.
3: join so you could watch that. All right, Gary, you are governor for a day now, uh, for a month. We'll give you a month. Yeah. I mean, so uh, Maryland governor uh tried to do some basic math recently tried tried
0: um, he was pretty successful at it he, is that- he
3: vetoed a 15 minimum wage yep. law Liz, they're trying to become the new detroit yeah or the new seattle yep because that's really working yeah right um and and he's, it was like look minimum wage is bad it reduces employment like you you have you know you you pay them more money yeah you have you less money less. to hire people um, minimum wage hikes reduce the earnings of low paid workers because they, you have less money to pay them with. So you, if yep. they get their hours go down. Yep. Um, it makes some low paid workers better off at the expense of others. Um, young workers, less skilled workers can't
2: enter, um, the,
3: the work. Force?
0: Because who are you going to hire? Are You going to hire a fifteen year old at fifteen dollars an hour? Or are you going to hire a twenty one year old at fifteen dollars an hour? Absolutely. can I just yeah.
2: say too? It ain't none of your business.
3: And and yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I and mean, there's just, so that? so you're governor of
2: Maryland for a month. Um, and assassinated. <laughs>
0: and,
2: well, af- after, a after a month, you have a real good run, four week yeah. run, and get then him you're through. Just, and, and up the next your next, president. Oh, no, they definitely yeah. got it. They're not gonna kill you now. What do, what, do you, what do you do? How do you
3: respond to this fifteen dollars minimum wage law that just gets passed in Maryland?
1: Well, of course, this is uh, this is above and beyond what the federal uh, minimum wage is. Uh, I'd like to see the minimum wage completely abolished. What? <gasps> uh, and do you hate poor people? The, he hates uh, I love poor people. That's why I want it abolished. Why? Uh, because it's an, it's an entryway. Um, if, if people are still making the minimum wage when they're four, you know, 30, 40, and 50 years old, the problem is with them, not the minimum wage. <laughs> uh, uh, <That's> it. <laughs> that, I say something bad.
2: No, no, no. no. That's but that's what nobody says. Everybody thinks it's a problem with the system. They never say, oh, it's a person who's supposed to be educating themselves to get better-paying job. Yeah, why
1: would I hire somebody who had no experience? Some guy comes – yeah. Uh, I, I think you uh, personally ought to be able to work for free, and so I'd like to learn. I'd like to learn a skill, like I'd like to l- yeah. you learn how to do video editing. Mm. And so uh, you, can't, you, a- you, 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 you can't, You can't work <laughs> for free for
2: me anytime you, you, you want. Can't, you, know, you
1: can't afford to hire me. And I say, hey, if you come and work for me, yeah. uh, I'll teach you how to do that. I'm going to yeah, give you yeah, a skill. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that. That's you right. you have to pay them something. And there's another side of this that people don't uh, realize is that when you increase the minimum wage, you also increase. Not only do you increase the salary that has to be paid, but you have to you have to uh, it increases also the amount of Social Security, Medi- Medicare, Medicare uh, that comes out. Mm. because that's seven, I don't know if people know this, but when you you have a job somewhere and they take the Social Security and Medicare out of your pay, your employer is paying the, the same amount. Yep. Right. Right. Uh, and okay. so you're, so that's almost 15 percent. Right. You, know, you pay about seven and a half. He pays about seven and a half. And when you work by your, for, you know, for yourself, you're paying the full amount. It really shows how much is t- what's taking place. Right. There. right.
3: Self-employed, uh, self-employed people know about this. Oh yes, know, yes, yes, right, right about now. Yeah, right yeah. about now, they know yeah, about that's this. That's right.
1: That's right. Tell me about it. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, no minimum wage. Uh, it, and what'll but, happen is but, don't, is,
3: but don't people need to make money? Don't they need to make a living? I mean, like like poor people and young people don't need me to make a living. I can't pay my rent
2: with no minimum wage. I mean, they well, can't work for free. I, I just, th- well. But, uh, but no, I, here's
1: the thing is,
0: uh, all, a lot of these entry-level jobs, I think it's like 70% of them are um, people who live in a residence that has another larger income. How many? I think it's like 70%. Okay. So a high um, amount of these people who have minimum wage jobs are living either at home with their mom and dad, right. or it's a a second job as part
1: of the household income. So, right. Um, so why do
3: people want minimum wage? Well, laws I think the,
1: but look, the government is involved in everything. The government's in manipulative, uh, manipulative business. It, it thinks it has to fix the economy, right? Uh, someone like Donald Trump comes in and he, he gets rid of regulations and so forth. And what's, what's happened to the unemployment rate? It's below 4%, which is basically full employment. Mm. And yeah. this happened to during Clinton's administration as well. You started to seeing for, you know, uh, Know, I, I, we need to hire, you know, hiring, and so forth and so on. What happened to the? What happened to the minimum wage? Well, employers were having to pay more than a minimum wage because right. they needed to get employees. They needed to find employees. So, see, so when the government gets involved right. in, a, in in the in the marketplace, it affects it affects wages and so forth. And they put restrictions on companies, and they and they have to do this and they have to do that. And so the companies have to do something. So they they cut back. You free the market. What happens is an um, employment demand goes up. You're going to – look, I I have a couple of businesses that uh, – for-profit business. None of us – we don't pay the minimum wage. I can't pay the minimum wage. No one will work for us at a minimum wage. Right. And that's a a good thing. I think employers, in many cases, uh, some of them like a minimum wage because they can then keep wages down. But based on that, you get rid of the minimum wage, you're going to see wages actually go up
2: and, and two, the federal government and or the government doesn't have any responsibility to the company to tell them what they need to be paying an employee. That's not they're overreaching the, their their jurisdiction. Yeah. If I have a company that's my entity, as long as I'm following the rules and and doing things right and just, if me and that person agree to a, a deal, law. yeah, biblical law, if me, and that person agree to a deal, who are they to say uh, uh-uh, y'all can't do that deal? Right.
3: But and the thing is that I, I noticed, too, is this is a bottleneck on creativity and the growth of business because there's they're saying you can't run your business except for the the prefab ways that we we've figured you. out how you can right. run a business. But this like the whole point of ingenuity and creativity and discovery is inventing new ways to do business yeah. and new businesses, new widgets and gadgets that you come up with. And the whole point of it is to say you've not thought of this before. And this is a new way we can organize this, a new way we can sell this. And it, and and so the government is saying, "No, you can only invent and do business according to these prefab ways and you have to pay this much."
1: Right.
3: It's it's a it's a it's a bottleneck on actual creativity and
2: the growth of business. So fix it real quick. Fix it. You're governor. What do you do? Well, I
1: well, I can't. I mean, can't do it. Obviously, get back to educating. I, I, I would back, get back to. educating. wait, wait, wait! Educating. No, no, no! You had a mayor then,
2: educating already. Then, then,
1: I, <laughs> then, what I think all I would do is I'd be. I would bring business leaders in, and I would say, "Tell me about your business and how it works and functions and so forth." And what do you actually pay? And do you pay anybody the minimum wage? And say, "No, we don't." Um, and the reason is, is because there's demand for our for our business, and you know, you've got you got the restaurant. You're talking about the restaurant business out there the coffee Uh, shops yeah yeah. exactly and uh most of those most of those businesses you know the young people are working there they're living at home or they're going to school Uh, and by the way college costs are high because the government's involved in it again Mm -hmm. the the the, uh, prices rise because the government's involved in again because they they inflate that is they pour money into the economy which raises prices and what happens is the bottom tier is the latest the last to catch up right i mean you Dr. Gary North says you can't change just one thing. Uh, everything mm. has to be changed at once in order to make this work. Um, and so the government comes in and creates a problem. And then someone says you need to fix the problem. And so then they make it create a bigger problem. And then they need more money to fix that We're problem. Because yeah. yeah. right? I mean,
3: the feedback loop is always, well, we started, but we didn't do enough. Yeah. So we need a little bit more of your money. Yeah. Well,
0: could you as governor like nullify some of the some of the federal silliness?
1: You know, nullify I, mean, I don't know minimum wage or no. You, you know, I mean you. But he's pointing out fine to the state the state would be fined and all that. But I he's mean, also it,
3: pointing out that a lot of the state laws the minimum wages are higher in the state yeah. laws than the feds.
2: <laughs> but right, isn't yeah. part of the issue with minimum wage too is that no one is talking about what it actually costs to do that job. What does the material yeah. actually cost? We're only talking about one thing, which is how yeah. much this guy's getting paid. Yeah, right. We're not talking about well. It takes me this much to produce. What's it supply? actually worth? What's right. it actually worth to do this? What right. is it actually worth to flip a cheeseburger for an yeah. hour? You know, how do I make? Because well, you were talking with things that go up, everything goes up with minimum wage. So now a cheeseburger can't be at ninety nine cents anymore. I need not. a cheeseburger to be three dollars because I gotta pay this guy 15 dollars right. an hour
3: right but this this goes all the way back to the government though uh, is is trying to be God and basically say this is how much it's worth right exactly rather than letting it, um natural forces um regulate what right. this is worth because of of actual demand and actual need is the government saying no it'll be worth this much which is basically us saying, and if a boy wants to be a girl, it can be a girl. Oh, it's transgendered
2: Ugh. economics. Yeah. It's transgender <laughs> wow. economics. We're, we're, course, right.
3: God has made the world in such a way where gold is actually worth something, where there's fixed values, yep. and, and there is some fluctuation in value depending on need and demand and supply and certain cultures and yep. so forth. Uh-huh. But it's on, It's on. in. It's, it reflects reality yep. rather than what we wish it were.
2: One of the things that we were – as we were filming this project on God and Government, you talked about the fact you had to go back and break down what economics was again. And that seems to be missing in this. And you called economics uh, – I can't remember how you said it. You said it's a
1: – Well, economics, the simplest definition of economics is let's make a deal. That's what it was. Let's make a deal. <laughs> let's yeah. make yeah. a deal. Right. I have something you want. You have something I want. Let's let's trade. It used to be barter. You know, yeah. We used to barter. Now it's, it's – you know, we exchange money. Right. So let's make a deal. I need your services. I'm willing to hire you. And right. I said, well, you're going to have to pay me this much money. So I can't pay you that much money. Well, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. And if I can't get a job, I might have to come back to you, and I'll take it for that.
2: So, so so what's happening now is, like, you and Gabe say, let's make a deal. And the federal government is like, yes, let us make a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let us help you make let, that deal. Is, if, if we approve. If we approve. You you right, can make right, a deal. right, right, right. There's a
3: great chapter at the end of uh, uh, Money and Power by George Gilder. Uh, this is a great book, but at the end, at the end of this last chapter, he he says he says basically free market economy is based on gift giving. The basic assumption is that you have something to give, and other and you want to give it to people, but you also want it. You want it to give it to people who need it, right? And they express their need for it by giving you something in return. But free market economy is basically based on the idea of gift giving. Yeah, and but when the government comes in and says no. No, 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 no. They're basically saying you can't be a gift giving society. Uh, we're, we're going to regulate this. We're going to demand that you give things only in the way that we think you can give them, mm-hmm. which takes away, it's all now by essentially a form of coercion. I mean, there's still a, a kind of free market reality still going on, but it's highly regulated, which means now that you will give the way that we say you will give and you will receive the way we say that you will receive. But it's basically stealing. It's stealing uh, a culture of gift giving wow. from yeah. people, Yeah, our, our freedom to give as we want to give. And yeah. you want to give your time to me for three bucks an hour? Yeah. You can give that to me. Yeah. And if I want to give you that and you say, that would be great for me, then we can make a deal,
0: yep. yeah. a free deal. What What's crazy in, in all this, I, I was talking to a friend, this must have been like three or four years ago over, over in the UK, and he's just so surprised that how Americans could just go start their own company. Like it's not just, quite that easy. It, it's but not quite can. that easy, but you can pay a hundred bucks in Idaho and open up your own LLC, right? And and he just said, Americans just go out and just start their own companies all the time. Right. You know, and it's true. Um, uh,
3: but, but we still have a lot of creeping red
0: tape it, around it. Huge. It's it's painful to be your own. We're we're self employed. We're yeah. L, I got my own LLC. You got your okay. own LLC. Right. It, it's painful, but uh, you know I I went and did it. Right. You know someone in someone in the UK. It's a lot harder right. to do, do this. So. Yeah. so
2: when you right now, so we're talking about mayor. We're talking about governor. And the next segment, we're going to talk about president. But I I think there's one we're more another re- segment. <laughs> <That's
0: our> this <laughs> our third
2: one. Is it? Is it yeah. Oh wow. Okay, so then I guess to get it all in right now man I'm, I'm just having too much fun so real quick though it seems like the area that we haven't talked about and we really need to all this education has to ultimately come from the church and it seems like the reason we're in the situation we're in is because the church has really done a poor job of of helping us as christians understand our own self-government so what would you, how would you tweak that as a pastor to help us really because what do, all, what do churches and pastors need to do? All this stuff is going to gonna roll this? out from the church. Well, yeah. I th-
1: well, I think a lot of churches, a lot of pastors uh, have don't have a complete Christian worldview. They have a very limited worldview. They they believe they live in two separate circles. Got Christianity over here, and you got the world over here, and never the twain shall meet. So two our Christ- kingdom, our, our our Christianity is just personal piety and so forth. That's the start. That's the start. But the question is, so what do you do with that in the world over here? Well, I have to kind of. Leave that aside. I can't bring my Christianity over here. can't impose my morality on other people. can't judge, et cetera, et cetera. And, and the biblical model is is the Bible applies to everything. God created everything. If God created everything, then there are rules for how everything is supposed to work. And uh, pastors don't get up in the pulpit and teach them about economics. And the word economics is a very biblical word. Um, it, it's oikonomics, Oik. House, house law, yeah. yeah. House law. The law of house, 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 yeah. house law. and Namas law. It's yeah. house law, and it's that word is actually in in the Bible, and uh, that means that economics is based upon laws. There are certain economic laws. Thou shalt not steal, fundamental mm. law. Right. Just weights and measures. Right. You know, you whatever you're about to sell, uh, you have to. It has. To, you have to be honest about it. Uh, you can't uh, dilute wine and sell it as a real thing. You can't add a base metal. Uh, to gold and silver, and yeah. sell it as the real thing. And that's why right. that's why coinage uh, used to be gold and silver. It's in our, in the Constitution, uh, gold and silver. And that's why gold coins, silver coins, uh, you had the little ridges on the end of it, be on, around, around so the circle, it so it. you wouldn't shave it off. Cut cl- off the edges. Cl- clipping of the coins, and then yeah. take those, and then go to an assayer's office and so forth. The, the Bible the Bible deals with uh, real issues, and if our our government followed those real issues, uh, when McDonald's was started in the 1950s by the McDonald's brothers, and you look and you saw that a hamburger cost 10 cents, yeah. And you ask what a hamburger costs today, and you have to ask yourself the question: Why is the price higher today? And the question, the reason is, is because the government has gotten involved and it has added water to the wine. That is, Oof. it has it has added dollars to what what real money used to be, and therefore it diluted them and are it
3: and you're saying though but the church failed to teach our people this because we have generations of biblically illiterate people who are just are doing this like we are yeah. doing this to yeah. ourselves yeah. i mean we are saying it's okay for the government to dilute the wine,
0: and the yeah. church is pretty economically illiterate yeah not just biblically yeah. economically and illiterate i think one of the
3: things we also don't often recognize is the whole idea of house law um it, it not only is it thou shalt not steal not only is it laws of 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 uh restitution and just weights and measures but it also um depends upon a a smoothly functioning household and so the the law of a husband and a father taking responsibility and being faithful to his wife and raising children in the nurture and admonition of the lord that's an economy
2: yeah that's actually
3: the base of a biblical cultural economy and this is why um laws that prohibit sexual immorality fornication adultery uh, homosexuality. These things are actually laws protecting the economy. Yeah. That's why those are crimes, too. And
0: incentivizing the right incentivizing economy. Righteousness. Right? Incentivizing righteousness. When but when you say, when you make a,
3: uh, adultery uh, not a crime, when you make prostitution not a crime, when you make a um you, you know fornication not a crime homosexuality all these things you what you're actually your doing That's is good. you're committing economic crimes come on oh, wow. now, you're you're wow. diluting the potency yeah. of the family yep. um where there can be uh, a, a, a an inheritance right. where, where wealth can be accumulated in a over godly way over generations yep. uh-huh. and then people who have done that have the incentive to protect it Yep. from the overreach of the government and right. say, no, you cannot dilute the inheritance that I receive from my fathers and my grandfathers um, because of the faithfulness of fathers and husbands down through generations. Um, it's all connected. Absolutely. That's
2: and really Christians good, need to yep. see that connection. Yep. Yep. Uncle Gary, what's your website?
1: Uh, AmericanVision.org or GaryDeMar.com <sighs>
2: We need one more segment. I, f- I, want one I more found segment. Gary on Twitter. You have a Twitter? Twitter? No, he doesn't use a Twitter account. He has not tweeted since December.
3: But there's a great picture of him back when he used to be black.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. I want another segment. You were going for it. (laughs) I wanted another segment.